having fewer priorities leads to better work. So the bottom line you need to think about as you're cleaning the slate, as you're getting ready for the new year, is how you're starting and how you're ending your day. Hey, it's Emily here, and I am so grateful for you tuning in to this episode. From building and maintaining a nine-figure sales organization to speaking around the globe and now creating the It's Emily Lifestyle blog, thank you for being a part of my journey. My mission is to provide you with the wisdom, the skills, the encouragement, the tactical strategies, and inspiring stories while we continue to become purposeful entrepreneurs and leaving a positive impact in each other's lives as we're called to do so. So with that being said, it's time to de-plug from your outside world and plug into your new world here. So let's dive in. Why, hello there. At the time of me recording this, I just lit a candle. I cleaned up my kitchen after dinner and I am feeling so motivated to get clear. I know that sounds kind of funny. It's like motivated to get clear, but really, honestly, it truly takes work in this life to focus, to have a clear mind, to be conscious about how you're living day to day. And I love this time of year because it's right before the new year. We're coming upon a new year. You know, it's right around Christmas time. These next two to three weeks, it's a bit interesting, right? It's like, are people working? Are they not working? Are they traveling? You're getting those out of office reply mails. People are like, catch me at the top of the new year. Catch me middle of January. I mean, it's just kind of like a hodgepodge of everything. And I'm the kind of girl like, Everything in life is what you make of it, right? If if you see it as a positive, it's a positive. If you see it as a negative, it's a negative. And I love this time of year for so many reasons that I'm going to share with you on today's episode. I really believe it's the time where you really have time to think because a lot of people, let's just face it, they're out of the office. A lot of people they're not motivated right now. Um, maybe your business isn't as, as productive as it normally is. And I really think it's just a beautiful time for all people to think, to think, reevaluate. You know, we're coming on a new year where you have a clean slate. <laughs> you really do. But in order to maximize the clean slate and not carry over unhealthy habits that maybe crept in in 2021, maybe you've kind of lost your way a little bit. I think if you're like most of society, people are a little off. We've been in a very interesting phase of our lives the last 48 months, more than that even. And you know, if you decide to really take a conscious, good, clean, hard look at your current state of your life, you could go into a new year dropping some of the stuff that you're really not meant to carry. Okay. And so I first like to look at, you know, what am I consuming as of late in my life? 
Okay. You know, maybe it's extra social media time. Maybe you stopped creating. Maybe you're a content creator. Maybe you're a network marketing and like you need to be putting out some content. You need to be focused on meaningful conversations. You need to be creating. And maybe you've just been consuming a lot. Maybe you've just been copying everybody else and you're not really maximizing your creativity and you've been bogged down. And, you know, a lot of people that are bogged down, they feel somewhat bored. They feel overwhelmed. And that usually correlates to a little bit of sadness, depression. And a lot of it's just because of what you're consuming. And you're not focused on things that matter most to you and you've kind of lost your way a little bit. And so I really like to look at, you know, how am I waking up in the morning? Have I lost myself and I'm scrolling on Instagram right away um, throughout the day when I'm, you know, trying to complete a task? Do I find myself getting on Facebook? Do I find myself like at a stoplight and I'm going on my Instagram excessively, right? All of that is hijacking your focus, your train of thought, your energy levels. Maybe someone posts something that sets you off a little bit and it's disrupting your flow. Now, as you know, because we're probably connected on Instagram, that's probably where you saw this podcast, Obviously, I'm obsessed. Obviously, it's a gift. It's a gift for communication. It's a free way to advertise. However, I know a lot of people that could be creative geniuses. They could be executing a lot of really amazing things. They could be starting new businesses. They could be growing their business, but instead, a lot of their consumption comes from other people's content. So what I like to do is really only consume a few people's content. Now, I wish I could consume everybody's, like, let's just be real, like, that'd be fun. But the reality is I choose not to. I choose to consume a few different people's content that maybe I need right now in my life. Uh, Style is big for me. That's just a creative flow. So maybe it's something with style. Maybe it's something with you know, a couple personal development people that I really adore. Um, and maybe it's some humor stuff and that's about it. I don't consume a lot. I only consume things that feed me, that motivate me, that teach me, that humor me. And maybe it's five to 10 people. Okay. Unless it's like a day where I'm really vegging out and nothing really is that important to me to get done in my own life. I'm not going to consume a lot of stuff. Okay. And I really monitor how much I'm going on. And I mean, even if you follow me at all, sometimes you might see like I get on and I just upload a bunch of stories all at once. It's because I'm trying to live my life or I'm completing tasks during my day, during my day. So it's really important to me that when I jump on, I'll regram a couple of things. I'll post a couple of my own stories. I'll maybe do a static post I'll stay on if I do a static post to comment back, but then I jump back off and I'm not perfect at this. I wish I could tell you I am, but I noticed a direct correlation when I have boundaries and standards around this versus when I don't. Okay. Direct correlation to my own business, what I'm creating, the business I'm doing, the people that I'm getting started on my, in my company and all the good things. So what are you consuming? Okay. Are you not being mindful of this? Even whatever are you consuming now 
you know, since we're getting ready to clean slate it in your diet, you know, have you just gotten like really excessive with the Uber Eats situation? <laughs> you know, maybe you're like, what the heck? Like, why did I stop making coffee at home? Maybe you're, you're consuming really uh, acidic coffee, like coffee that's not organic. Maybe you're consuming a lot of processed food and you're like, what, what happened? Like maybe the nighttime, like you're just snacking way too much and you really stopped paying attention to what you're feeding yourself. You know, maybe, you know, what you're consuming is conversations with people that really don't uplift you. Maybe you've let some friendships creep in that really aren't adding to your life. In fact, they're subtracting to your life and, you know, you feel comfortable around them. So you've just decided to give them all your time. But, you know, I want you to think of this. You are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. So, Maybe you have three of your five friends really aren't going anywhere in life right now. Well, that's directly impacting your life. And that's just your sister telling you straight up right now that, you know, if you hang out with people who don't have motivation, don't have purpose, um, maybe they have extreme unhealthy habits, chances are some of that's going to rub off on you. Or you're going to be a 24-7 counselor or therapist, which I guarantee you're probably not qualified for. Maybe some of you are, but you should be charging if that's the case. <laughs> okay, so just some really things to think about right now in your life. You know, what are you consuming? Is it the news do you have it playing in your house and all day long it's spiking your cortisol levels? Because all of this, all of this is going to impact your ability to focus. It really will. And I know that when you go into your new year, chances are if you're a listener, you're somebody who wants more from your life. You would not be listening to this if you're not some motivated person. I, I already know that about you. So I really want you to assess your focus because chances are you've got some big goals and you've got some ways you want to feel and show up in 2022. Am I right? Am I right? Say yes if I'm right. <laughs> so you really need to fuel your focus and from time to time, I really assess what I'm consuming in all areas. Did I go off track with nutrition? Did I go off track with my fitness program? Oh my gosh, like why am I not doing my workouts, right? Did I go off track with my faith? Am I praying? Am I once a week listening to a sermon? Am I reading things that fuel my soul? I, I really assess this because chances are if I go off track, this is going to really hinder my ability to focus, okay? So I like to think of this time period as I record this as, you know, really a hibernation period for most people. Again, some people are working, some aren't, some are with family. Other than the actual holiday, I mean, it's really a time for you to rest, to maybe eat some leftover food, to assess some things in your life, what you're focused on. I mean, you may even take a day or two or even a week and have a think week where you do nothing but really deep dive your life and think about what are your goals? What are you focused on? Because you can have things you're excited about and things you want to work on, but 
I mean, I'll be the first to tell you that you've got to pick a few things, even one thing. And if you want to become a master at it, you've got to put some time in. And, you know, if you're using your time elsewhere and your time is getting hijacked by people that aren't benefiting it, or you've lost your way, you got to come back and set up some, some serious, I would say boundaries, but I'm going to say standards instead. I like the word standards over boundaries. Okay. It just feels better. Maybe you need to set a new standard for your life. And in order to really make some serious stuff happen, you've got to think big. You've got to visualize. What do you want? And sometimes you just got to shut everything off and just allow yourself to have some time to really think hardcore about this, okay? And have uninterrupted focus. I think of when I do a workout class, especially like a new workout class, or if I go do yoga, Like I don't have my phone in there. I'm not getting interrupted by my phone. Okay. Think of when you go to the gym and you know, you're 10 minutes into a workout and you're answering a text or you see your notifications come up. Like what kind of workout is that when that happens? It's not a good workout. You're not really getting maximum output of your workout. You're not really taking time to check in with your body and really crush it. You're not. You're, you're getting interrupted. Well, that's what a lot of you are living your days like. It's constant interruption. So you never have time to complete a thought. You never have time to complete a task. I was talking to a girlfriend the other day and she was working and we were on Zoom and you know, she had like 500 tabs up and it was like a text was coming through and an Instagram notification was coming through. And I'm like, how do you get anything done? Like literally, how do you get anything done? And, you know, I could tell she felt super overwhelmed, like, like most people would. And, you know, I just said to her, like, have you ever considered, (laughs) have you ever considered starting your day with knowing these are the five, six tasks that I need to do today? And until... I complete one task, I'm not going to go to the next. Because right now what you're doing is diluting your focus. So what might take you 20 minutes to complete, what might take you 60 minutes to complete is now taking you three hours, is now taking you five hours. It's now you're starting and stopping and starting and stopping and your energy, it's just, it's like, it's like a, like a sponge that just keeps getting squeezed and squeezed and squeezed. And it's like, you are just drying up. Okay. So I really like, you know, using a a simple method called the Ivy Lee method. It's, it's, it's so simple. It's not rocket science at all, but you know, it's really proven to get things done and get tasks done. And, you know, what I do, and if anyone's in the It's Emily method, you know this, or if you follow me at all, but I really love to bookend my days. So I have a morning routine, but I equally think for me, a part of my success and honestly, mental wellness has been having a nighttime routine and bookending my days. And, you know, I use the Ivy Lee method when I'm bookending my days. And so what I do in the evening after my bath, my Epsom salt bath, typically, 
I will lay in bed or sometimes even on my couch and have some tea. And I usually take about 10 to 15 minutes. And at the end of each workday, I write down the six most important things I need to accomplish the next day. Now, some of this will already be scheduled for me. Like today, I knew that I needed to record this podcast. I had a team call with my network marketing business. I had a really important call for its Emily Corporation today. Like I knew like a couple things were scheduled and I had to prep for it. But there's other things that need to be created, right? That, you know, maybe it's content you need to create, whatever. Maybe you need to do a tax appointment. We all love taxes, right? But what I do is I write it down and I don't write more than six tasks. Now, if you know me and I'm sure we're similar, we could probably write down 30 tasks, but I don't do that. I say, what are the most important things that I need to get done? And I prioritize those six items in order of their true importance, true importance. And a lot of times it's got to go with the hard things first. It's got to go, and and I'm business-minded, so some of you, this might be a shift, but the things that are going to like move the needle, the things that are going to duplicate, the things that are going to create real wealth, they usually go to the front end of the list. Now there's things that are imperative that obviously need to take precedence some days, but especially when I started to build my business and network marketing, there was a million jillion things that needed to get done. But I really looked at what's going to create real freedom for me and what's going to take be temporary fulfillment. And I would always do the things that created real freedom. And that's a part of my decision-making method. But what I do is prioritize those six items in order of their true importance. Okay. So then when I arrive to the next day after my morning routine, okay, and I'm not on my cell phone yet, right? So I do my workout, I do my morning routine. When I arrive to my desk, my office, I concentrate only on the first task. Okay, so even on a day like today, I didn't start jumping on Instagram I wake up to text messages. I wake up to telegrams. I wake up to every thing you can think of because I have an international business. I have a big team in Europe. I mean, I've got a lot of different things going on, but I didn't go to those messages straight away. I did my morning routine and then I went to my first task and I completed it because that was and is the most important, okay? And I completed it until the task is finished before moving on to the second task. Okay. So this moves my business forward. This moves my life forward. This moves whatever is important to you forward. Maybe it's nothing to do with business. Maybe one of your priorities is getting a pap smear. (laughs) Maybe one of your priorities is going to therapy with your husband. I don't know. Okay, it's not just business. I'm just giving you examples here. But I approach the rest of my list in the same fashion. Okay, at the end of the day, I move any unfinished items to a new list of the six tasks for the following day. So, you know, today, like 
things came in throughout the day. I ended up taking longer on a call that was really exciting and it took a lot of my brain, right? I needed a break because my new executive assistant needed some of my assistance. Like that's going to happen in all of our days. Your child might need to be picked up from school because they're sick. This is completely normal. But the thing is, I was able to get four big things done today that are actually fulfilling to me. They're actually moving my life forward. I actually completed them. So it'll be higher impact. And the things that didn't get done, okay, they're going to go on tomorrow's list. And I will still look and say, is this really more important than the next thing? Because I have a a new thing that came in that's going to be more important than these last two things that I missed today. Okay. So that's what I do. And I repeat this process every working day. Now, this may sound so simple because it is. It really, really is. But I want you to try this for three months and watch what happens to your productivity and just your overall, like, well being, your overall mindset. How could something this simple? be worth so much. Like, like how, why is this so effective? Because you're managing your priorities well. It's simple enough to actually work. You see some things that you're going to even think about to bring into 2022. They're, they're just too much. I'm sorry. You're, it's like you want everything in January and I get it because I'm super motivated like you. But you need to build in practices in your day that are actually going to be effective. Okay. So it's super basic, but I mean, it really, it really looks at all the complexities and nuances of life that life's going to throw at you. I mean, if you're, if you're really looking at what are the six things I need to get done, right? And you know your priorities and you complete the task, you move into the next thing, you know, we all know what happens if an emergency pops up, you know, usually complexity is often a weakness because it makes it harder to get back on track. Okay. Yet we know emergencies, unexpected distractions will always arise. It happened to me today, like three times. Okay. But I ignore them as much as possible. I deal with them when I must And then I get back to my prioritized to-do list as soon as possible. And I use these simple rules to guide my behavior, okay? It also forces you to make some real tough decisions. Like, I don't believe anything is magical about six important tasks per day. I mean, it could easily be five tasks per day. However, I really do believe There is something magical about imposing limits upon yourself. I just know it to be true. I find that the single best thing to do when you have too many ideas, when you're feeling overwhelmed by everything you need to get done, is to really prune your ideas, trim away everything that's absolutely necessary. You know, constraints make you better. They absolutely do. And, you know, I, I believe this statement that I actually posted on Instagram this morning. And I, it's like, 
if you commit to nothing, you'll be distracted by everything. You absolutely will. And I can just tell by friends in my life, business partners in my life, those that are successful, those that are moving the needle, those that are making the most impact, those that are getting stuff done, they know what they're committed to. They know what they're doing. And those that are kind of floating through life, they have no boundaries. They have no standards. So this is going to remove the friction of starting. The biggest hurdle to finishing most tasks is starting them, right? Like it just is. So this method forces you to decide on the first task the night before you go to work. So the night before I go to work, I think, what do I need to accomplish today, the next day? Okay, so this strategy is also so useful for anyone creating content. You know, because you can waste three hours debating on what you should write, a reel you should create in a given day. And then if you decide to do it the night before and you really kind of plan it out, you can wake up and get it done immediately. It's simple, but it works. In the beginning, getting started is just important. It really is. It's like just doing it and then you'll start to get in a rhythm. Okay. What else I love about it is it requires you to single task. Modern society loves multitasking. There's this myth of multitasking, you know, and I I think that people think just if they're checking off a to-do list, it makes them feel really good. And this is not about a to-do list. In fact, I don't like to-do lists. I like a priority list. What's the one thing that you need to do in the next hour? Okay. It's not about let's check everything off to boost my confidence. I mean, that's a byproduct of it, but this is more about being super proactive of thinking, okay, what is essential for me to get done today? Having fewer priorities leads to better work. So the bottom line you need to think about as you're cleaning the slate, as you're getting ready for the new year, is how you're starting and how you're ending your day. Do the most important thing first each day. Literally, if you change your rhythm and just do this, it's the only productivity trick you need. It absolutely is. So use this time, use this hibernation period to get ready, to get systems in place. You know, clean up clean out your closet, clean out your, your drawers. You know, if you need new ink in your printer, get it. If you need a new cell phone, get it. If you need to go to the Mac store, get it done. If you need to schedule a tax appointment, get it done. If you need to reprioritize how you're operating in your business and really think about the time you're giving to it, get it done, which that'll be my next episode when I'm going to really share with you some tips and tricks and how you can reassess, replan, realign your schedule going into 2022. It's time to really study your calendar, see where your time is going. And again, it's not about working more. It's about working more strategically. That's one of my theme words for 2022 is being strategic because when you have strategy, you can get way more done in this life. You can have way more impact. So I hope this 
this conversation right now really propels you to think about, you know, how and what you're going to do during this hibernation period. And uh, like I always say, slow down to speed up and get excited because we're coming into a new year. You're coming into a clean slate. What do you need to tie up? What loose ends do you need to tie up? What do you need to get done? How do you need to reassess the way you live your days, what you do? Maybe you need to really look at this Ivy Lee method. Maybe you need to really think about what you've been doing each day, how you've been spending your days. Like just take a look right now in the past week, the past month. Take a look. Like what have you been doing to grow your mind? What have you been doing to grow your business? What are your priorities in your life? And have you been feeding your priorities? What have you been consuming? Do you feel off focus? Do you feel bored? Do you feel depleted? Do you feel anxiety ridden? Well, chances are you've just been consuming the wrong things. The power is in the focus. So what are you going to focus on and how are you going to utilize this time to move ahead? I'm so grateful you've listened all the way through as that right there, my friend, says a lot about your commitment to your personal empowerment. If you truly found value in this podcast, then screenshot this podcast right now. Put it on your Instagram stories and tag me at It's Emily, as I'd love to see you taking that step to empower others. Remember to also go leave a comment on what your biggest takeaway was from this episode on my most recent post on Instagram. Within two hours of this podcast dropping, we always pick two random winners every Sunday and gift each winner a $50 Amazon gift card. Lastly, it means the world if you take just 10 seconds to share the same takeaway in the review section on iTunes as it really helps amplify this podcast to more people. Remember to always spread light, spread love, and pay it forward, my friends. I believe in you.